From regular expenses to occasional splurges, there's a lot to buy. Why not get cash back every time you spend? With the PenFed Power Cash Rewards Card, you get cash back on every purchase. That's everywhere, every time you use it. You can even earn a $100 statement credit when you spend $1,500 in the first 90 days. Visit PenFed.org slash PowerCash to apply. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. Regina King for Cadillac Escalade. When people ask, Regina, do you like to compete? I say, bring it on. Those are the moments that drive you to achieve more. And when you win, you keep reaching higher. To me, that's what the Cadillac Escalade represents. It's always evolving in technology, in design, everything. Because success isn't the end, it's just the first step to what comes next. The 2021 Cadillac Escalade. Never stop arriving. how we started our podcast and how we record our podcast the answer is so so simple anchor it's free there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone tablet or computer anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on spotify apple podcasts and wherever you listen to your podcast you can make money from your podcast no matter if you have one listener or a thousand listeners downloads everything I mean, it's so simple. If you're creating something, get paid for it. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started now. Welcome to the Heels and Quads Wrestling Podcast. We're back on a Tuesday to talk about some wrestling, of course. The Federation, the, the Elite Federation... The ones that are closed, you know. The Japanese Federation. The, the Japanese Federation, the Chinese Federation. The Mexican North Federation. North Korea. <laughs> no, not <laughs> North Korea. No. <laughs> uh, yeah. So anyways, back to talk about wrestling. I'm Levi, as always, with Thomas. What's Sir going Thomas on, guys? Galahad. What's going on, guys? Welcome to the YouTube channel. How are you doing today? <laughs> like they can, like they can answer. Make sure to hit that bell. <laughs> <laughs> and it's a great day at the stadium for a baseball game, guys. And they're all in these huge cities. All the yeah. YouTubers—they're all in like the biggest cities possible. That's—you have to move to a city to get famous. And like, well, why do you live in one? Yeah. Hit why, that bill. <laughs> why do you Why do you live in a studio apartment? With yeah, nothing exactly. but electronics around you. Yeah, you have just all your studio apartment's full of lighting equipment and a green. Screen. <laughs> yeah. What's going on, guys? If you haven't already, hit that subscribe button and the bell in the top right corner to alert you when I have a new video. And if you have any questions for me, the video. If you have any questions for me, be sure to leave a comment in the comment section below. 
Because I'll definitely answer it out of the million people that watch this video. Yeah, and you see it like it's like the first five they'll answer and then it's nothing. Like they yeah. ghost everybody <laughs> after that. They're like, all right, I got paid. I'm done. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure a lot of I'm sh- thinking about it like it would be sweet to be a YouTuber because, first of all, I could sleep in. That's awesome. Sleep yeah. in. Make your own and hours. Then, but, yeah, but you like your hours are like you do have to edit a shit ton of video and audio and like, you know, I think it would still be cool. Though. I would do it. It involves technology. If it was me, I would like do an hour long show, like even once a day, and like <laughs> just sleep all day and then like hang out in the <laughs> evening. I'm like planning yeah. my schedule, yeah. <laughs> like record whatever I'm doing at like midnight and then edit through the morning, release at like six a.m. and then go back to sleep. Yeah, that sounds like a fucking. Par- that's like paradise. I know, man. It sounds awesome. Picking your own hours sounds awesome. Like, I can... Eh, no, I can't. I, I can pick mine to, like, a small extent. I mean, everybody can to a small yeah. extent. But, like, you know, when you're, on, when you're a YouTuber, it's like, <clears throat> as long as... If you tell people your video will be out Tuesday, hey, you got all week, dude. Just do whatever you want. Mm-hmm. Hang out, get your 60,000 views in the first day, and whatever it may be. But you... Yeah. But you- on Tuesday because people get pissed. Yeah, they're like, I've been waiting there for you. I've been waiting all week. What the hell's going on, man? I've been waiting for a video from you. They're just sitting there. It's like a sad video and they're holding a mouse. <laughs> Candlelight. Yeah. <laughs> like three in the morning. I've been waiting on chat roulette. <laughs> I've been waiting on Chatterbait. <laughs> Chatterbait. Have you ever heard of Cornhub? No. So it's an actual site, which is funny, and we all know what that rhymes with. Cornhub is basically corn porn, so that you can choose different types <laughs> of corn. Yeah, you can click on like mature cream and, corn. Yeah, amateur cream corn. Uh, or I think it's called cream pie corn or something like that. But I, actually, it might be cream corn. You're right. And there's mature. Like, I was, they told me about this at work, and I was like, are you kidding me, dude? And then we looked it up, and of course, I'm laughing the whole time because it's just funny. It's like, why? Like, why was this ever it's created? Like fart porn. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's just like that. Like, why was this created? But I can't stop watching. <laughs> yeah, it's just pretty Just the great. sheer entertainment factor. Yeah. So, anyways, as far as wrestling goes, uh, we're done. So, we'll see you next time. No, I'm just kidding. Bye. Hope you enjoyed <laughs> bye. <the show>. Bye. <laughs> bye. They're like, oh, shit, he did the actual bye. It's really done. No. Um, so, uh, Raw was probably lame. I mean, I think. Uneventful. Uneventful. The Undertaker was there. So, the Undertaker and Brock Lesnar were there. So, I'm sure that was their way of being like. Oh, this will boost ratings. But people are like, dude, I was watching Undertaker when I was six, man. I just want to <laughs> I just want to see some new stuff. I, I just want to move on, man. I just want to move on. Brock Lesnar had his, his boombox. Chat, chat me up, Brock Lesnar's boombox, <laughs> a.k.a. the Money like, in the Bank contract. I feel like because so many people like posted the gif of it a couple of weeks ago when he first did it. That's what ruined it. Is the it. only reason why it's still happening. Yeah, oh yeah, definitely. It's because definitely. they're like, oh yeah, this is really over on Twitter, so 
we get to keep rolling with this for another week or so. So I seen a video of him doing doing the dance with it in the ring, and there was like music playing. Was that just man made on the internet, or was that? Yeah, it, it was. It was dub. Yeah, they did that, and I was like, "You are kidding me!" Yeah, <laughs> I, that, like, I mean, it would have been man. better. Yeah, oh yeah, definitely. Ratings would have went up. They found something yeah. people liked. <laughs> they would have skyrocketed. Yeah. Um. So you you had a I, I mean back to the WWE thing I don't think anything really happened well we got the Saudi show in a couple of days right <laughs> we got that we got that Saudi show I thought it was a, I thought it was Saudi Arabia <laughs> it, is. it is it's just funny that you just said Saudi we got that Saudi show um yeah big fucking Saudi Taker was there uh, oh it's June seventh holy cow that's uh yeah Friday Friday okay I think it's I, Friday at noon here I like can, it usually is. I can run through um, the card, yeah. Whenever you get done talking, th- th- that's why the Undertaker was there last night. That's why Goldberg is going to be on SmackDown Live tonight. Never <laughs> been on SmackDown before. This is his first appearance on SmackDown. That's a ratings plot right there. Which I mean, I'm I, I'm not going to lie. I'm kind of intrigued. I won't watch it live, but I'm intrigued to see what at least he'll say. And oh, it'll be what's him the... in different colored robes. That's all, right? What's the what's the difference between you know him doing a promo on Raw and him doing a promo on SmackDown? I'm just I'm curious to see because there's no build to this match, so I'm curious to see what there's... he'll say, what he has to say. Even like he can't just come out and say, "Yeah, I just always wanted to face the Undertaker." And, oh bullshit! You just you're here for the money, dude. Well, it's because the the Prince or whatever he like he wants all the old school dudes there. Right, he's but he's there for the blood money. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. He's that's, not there to face the Undertaker. It's, <laughs> yeah, it's either going to be a decent like five to ten minute match, or it's going to be a no. Goldberg match. It'll be it'll be horrendous. I can almost guarantee mm-hmm. that. Card with and, and like you just said about that one, there's no build to it, and there, it, all the Saudi Arabia shows have been like this, so it's. Like whatever, it, it's like it's like a badass house show, I guess. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's it all it is. Only it's on the network. Yeah, so you get Triple H and Randy Orton out of the blue, just eh. whatever. I mean, that's like it's like the John Cena and Randy Orton thing. It's happened so many times, but even John Cena and Randy Orton, I still watch a lot. I won't watch the Saudi Arabia show. Let's get that straight real quick. Like, yeah, I probably won't let, watch it. It's too let's long. Clear the air on that. It's too long. I'm just not interested. I might watch don't whatever care. happens between Undertaker and Goldberg. That's it. So there's Triple H and Randy, the 50-man Battle Royal. <clears throat> I don't know if there's a title involved in that again. Probably not. Probably that not. one just disappeared. Yeah. Uh, and then Goldberg and the Undertaker. I personally, I think it's going to be bad because I don't – Undertaker is just uh, – just, I, hate, I hate saying it, but he's just – he can't do it anymore, man. Yeah. He needs to just do appearances now and get paid for that. Like, I love The Undertaker, you know? Like, he's always been a favorite. But, I mean, damn, it's time to... I think he's, I think he's working his way to that last WrestleMania match, man. I really do. I think it's yeah. got to be what he's doing. Because he, he, he didn't... He's got to ride off in the sunset WrestleMania. What would you say? Would you put, like, Undertaker in your top five wrestlers you'd like to meet? <sighs> yeah... But only, like, not waiting in a long line for an autograph because there's going to be so no. many people in that line. Well, we don't yeah. do that shit anyways. 
That's yeah. not our yeah. style. We we yeah. had that opportunity and we refused to do it. Yeah. Like we'd we'd hang out to the side because we totally everybody. So I would we do don't, that with Taker, yeah. We I mean we did that. If we could get like an hour sit down with him, that would be awesome. That's definitely a top five to hear his stories, his wrestling stories back in the day on the road and current day and like if it was a no holds barred hour long, we can just talk to him, shoot the shit. That'd be awesome. See I what he thinks about him, the current product. I could talk to him for an hour about like playing dominoes on the bus with the BSK. Yeah, exactly. That's what <laughs> exactly. I want to talk to about. Like, <clears throat> tell me about your in wrestling fucking gang for a minute. Yeah. Well, of course, we found the favorite amongst the Heels and Quads Wrestling Podcast fans, and that is GoGreenHemp.com. That's right, CBD hemp products. Tommy and I both use them daily to get through our days, get to sleep, get awake, you name it, whatever. We use it for everything. And at GoGreenHemp.com, we have a special offer for you. We all know hemp can be quite expensive depending on where you go, but GoGreenHemp.com is pretty affordable, especially when you slap on that coupon code at the end, HEELS AND QUADS, and all caps at checkout. That saves you 15% on your order. 15%. That's a lot off some good hemp. So check this out. They have balms, bath bombs, beauty products, edible gummies, gel capsules, tinctures, animal products, pre-filled cartridges, and even wax crumble. You gotta go to gogreenhemp.com and use that coupon code HEELS AND QUADS and all caps at checkout to save 15% on your order. You won't get a better deal on hemp. I can promise you that. That's gogreenhemp.com, coupon code HEELS AND QUADS and all caps at checkout. But anyways, I didn't want that to come off the wrong way, but I just think this Goldberg and Taker thing, it's just... It's like too late, you know? It's too late. Yeah. But it's 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 the He's money. got nothing to prove. Yeah. But they're both probably getting paid seven figures for this match alone. Oh yeah. <clears throat> um just for the flight over there. Yeah. Uh Braun Strowman versus Bobby Lashley. I don't know if this has been building on Raw because I don't watch it. I don't think so. Finn Balor versus Andrade. Possibility to be an amazing match, but they you know, they'll hold it back. <laughs> <clears throat> Roman Reigns versus Shane McMahon, nobody cares. Kofi, <laughs> Kofi Kingston versus Dolph Ziggler, that would be an amazing match, but yeah. once again, they'll hold it back. Seth Rollins versus Baron Corbin, hopefully they blow this off here at this because nobody wants to see that match at Extreme Rules like that photo leaked. And um, uh, <clears throat> also added to that, <clears throat> excuse me, Brock Lesnar said he was supposed to cash in last night the end of the show he has decided he's not cashing in until the the saudi show saudi oh maybe he'll be champion again everybody will be happy if he's champion again yeah it'll it'll make uh ratings <coughs> through the roof you know what sucks man is i've been waiting for seth to be champ again and he's champ again and i like that but it's just i don't want to i can't watch the whole show just to see seth rollins yeah that's what sucks. It's like, I'm when so a- glad he's AJ's champion. out for a month, so I was actually thinking about taking the boys because uh, they're doing a house show in Springfield, Missouri, for those of you who don't know. That is in driving distance for us. Yeah. So I was going to take them because now that AJ's on Raw, Raw's coming around for a house show. I was like, perfect. Tommy can finally see AJ Styles. AJ's out for a month, at least with the back injury, so we will not be going to that show. 
Because that's literally the only reason we were going to go. I was like, <laughs> I'll, drop, I'll drop two Hundo on a cup uh, on five, you know, decent tickets. And, you know, we'll go to that. Nah, not so much now. No, thanks. Because yeah, chances couple... are Baron Corbin will be main, main eventing the house show. Yeah, exactly. It'll be it'll be Seth and Baron, and it'll be like, ugh, no, no, thanks. There was a like a week week or two ago, Mariah was like, oh, SmackDown's in Tulsa, and I was like, that's cool. And Tulsa's like an hour and a half from here, right? And I go I go there overnight sometimes, or just there and back for a concert every now and then. But I was like, nope, I don't care. <laughs> I mean, SmackDown would have been more likely for me to go see if it was Raw. I'd be like. Definitely I really don't not. care. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's another just, hour. Just to go see the blue ropes, yeah. Uh, and then, of course, I didn't mention, but it's the last one listed on Wikipedia, is Lars Sullivan's Lucha House Party. That should steal the show. Which happened last night, so there's no point. Yes, well, I seen that. I was like, oh, my God. Why do they do this? Stop like, blowing your load. Oh, man. If, if you're trying to get something over, why are you putting it on TV? Every week, and then uh, on a pay per view, and there, there's never any blow off. This this no. is kind of why I put on that on the graphic for the show today. Can WWE be fixed? I, I don't know if it can. No. <clears throat> well, the thing is, if moving to that topic now, to fix WWE, you have to fix them right now, before months before this new ri- possible rival company rival company shows up on network television weekly, you have to fix it now so that way you get your viewers back and then you get people interested and be like, oh my God, this looks good. So then you got everybody's trust to watch Monday, Tuesday, Friday. Right now there's not there's gonna be trust to watch Tuesday. <laughs> you know, so when, when Tuesday in September, it, 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 uh with us anticipating that it's Tuesday night dynamite. Sorry, right. I had to clarify. But yeah, you know what I was saying. <clears throat> which for some reason I, I read on uh, e-wrestling news, they were talking about TNT and AEW kind of trying to figure out their scheduling and TNT really is pushing for Wednesday night to avoid uh, a SmackDown you know, crossover. Any, well, no, any, any interference with the NBA season because especially oh. if AEW is not starting till October now, which is all, I think, pretty much official at this point yeah they might have even announced that it was october by now but uh you know that's basketball starts usually either on halloween or a couple of nights before on tnt oh yeah that's i i forget that that's a tnt thing i forget yeah it's usually like tuesdays and thursdays wednesday night dynamite sounds just as good as tuesday night dynamite so just I mean, I'm it, sure they'll change. I mean, else. even if they call it like AEW Live or something, I'm cool with that. Yeah, Wednesday night, Wednesday night wrestling. I don't. It doesn't yeah. matter as long as it's yeah, it, it's AEW. It's branded AEW, and they're gonna have a lot of people watching by then. You know, I was really hoping that All Out would be the show before the first TV. Yeah, but we, it, yeah, we said it. You know, it 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 would have been so cool and nostalgic for it to be. Labor Day weekend, and then that following week, all of Monday Nitro had that first live TV. Yeah, like you said about Nitro, exactly in the mall. What did it, I seen? I seen a meme of uh, it was Lex Luger walking in the mall. It was the picture of him doing that, 
but it was Dean Ambrose or excuse me, John Moxley's face pasted on his. And I was like, that's good, man. <laughs> it was so good. I didn't see that. Yeah. Did it have it was, Lex's it was, mullet too? Oh yeah. It was it was super grungy looking picture, like not good quality but you've seen what it was and i was like that's like awesome. the ones i make for the <laughs> for the reviews the classic the, reviews yeah yeah kind of like <laughs> i love so, those though they're so they're funny so grungy i thought about getting a photo app so i can like mold our faces on there but i was like whatever tommy has fun with it oh yeah and that would like, be super passive aggressive if i got a photo app i was like oh here man i'll do that <laughs> here, here why don't you let me take the reins on this yeah, exactly. And then it wouldn't get done, so there's yeah. no point in that. <laughs> so, uh, uh, speaking of John Moxley for a second. Uh, yeah, let's hear about that. So, if you didn't listen last week, uh, John Moxley was on Talk is Jericho, which, for those of That's you who not- know, we support other wrestling podcasts, and of course, it's Chris fucking Jericho, so of course I'm going to listen. Um And, you know, I'm not the biggest Moxley slash Ambrose guy, like, I'm just never appealed to me really nothing against him as a performer he's a good wrestler but just not not my cup of tea too too uh heath ledger joker-esque for me like his and his demeanor as dean ambrose now as moxley i think that might change but as a fucking human being what a cool dude like just down-to-earth guy whatever you know but this interview i mean he holds no he pulls no punches it's not sports entertainment (laughs) like it's just i mean he he walks you through several instances of where he personally went to events several times in one day saying hey i don't like this i don't want to say this i'm not going to say it because levi hasn't listened to it and he wants to listen to it after i mean we do this but i know no 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 thing yeah, that's I, one instance that I'm talking about. You there can talk a, about the instances. It's not a big deal. It's not going to, like, certain, ruin it. Well, it won't because the way he says it and the conviction in his voice when he's talking to Jericho about it, like, you're like, damn, man, this shit is really going on. And yeah, there's you, literally you nothing some, nobody can fucking do about it. That's what's cool about him doing it is because that's a modern-day guy who is at the top who just left. So you really know what was going on behind the scenes, like, Kind of at the top of the chain there. You're talking because, less than a fucking month he's been gone. Yeah, and it's been, what, a year, two years? I mean, the S.H.I.E.L.D. thing has always kind of been, like, their priority, you know, because of Roman. And so that put him and Seth both kind of at the top, too. So they both kind of have the... They know what's going on. And and after they split up, it was... the all All the shows were centered around Seth, Dean, and Roman. I mean, that was... That was kind of how it was for a long time. So it's, I am looking forward to listening to that interview, but I kind of want you to but tell the, me more. <laughs> kind of want you to chat me up about it, pal. Chat me um, up. The, the one thing that stuck out the most that I found really, really fucked up was there was a line that was scripted for Ambrose to say about Roman Reigns and his battle with leukemia. And he just didn't want to say it. And Vince is like, oh, no, it's it's good shit, pal. Like, it's going to get you heat. No. Like, that's, that's one, like, real-life instances like that that, you know, are, like, freak occurrences that, I mean, that, but it happens to a lot of people. A lot yeah. of people either get cancer or leukemia or whatever, 
and or have a family member that's going through that or a, a child or that's the kind of shit that you, that's not heat dude that's just fucking that's dirty that's playing fucking dirty it's like vince is going senile i mean for real like he it's like he's going senile with the stupid shit that he comes up with and he had like it's his like the po- pooper scooper thing it's his he's such a he has such a juvenile like sense of humor which is there's nothing wrong with that really because i mean no, I it's funny when somebody farts yeah. dude oh god yeah. like like if if one of my kids rip a fucking juicy fart i'm going to laugh about it hell yeah i mean it's a, it, <laughs> it doesn't matter who rips a fart i'm going to laugh yeah but it's even better if it's a kid or a woman <laughs> yeah oh yeah if a smoking hot chick rips a fart i'm dying laughing cuz i'm like oh my god i'm like and i'm like that was hot <laughs> Do it no, again. But, but yeah, it's let, like let, let me sniff it. We we are, <laughs> it smells like spaghetti. Uh, we, <laughs> what is that? Spaghetti rings? <laughs> no, she's like spaghetti O's. See, I'm like ooh, cans. This, ooh, ooh, name brand. <laughs> it's not the extended stay in Chambly. Uh I wanted to thank you for listening and being a part of the Heels and Quads Wrestling Podcast. But I just have one favor to ask, and that is that you visit ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash Heels and Quads. It's your one-stop shop for Heels and Quads Wrestling Podcast merchandise. And we got plenty of it for you. You won't regret it. You know you need some new shirts. You need some new swag. So hit up ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash Heels and Quads to help support the show and help fix that damn wardrobe of yours. Back to the Vince thing is like we, I I say that he's going senile now. I mean he's always had this stupid sense of humor, but I I heard somebody say it. I don't remember who, but it might have been another podcast or an interview or something on YouTube. But it was they were like, it's like he's going senile with this like the writers like not letting them, like the shit that he thinks is good for TV. And I don't know if he's. I want to say he's like stuck in the golden age, but the golden age wasn't this bad at all. No, that was Here, my thoughts on it. And I'm sure you'll agree with me. If, if Vince is just going to fucking rewrite and change everything, why doesn't he just release do all himself. the writers, do it your fucking self by the pool at your house, like he used to do. And maybe it'll, maybe he could figure it out. Yeah. Or have two guys like Pritchard and, you know, Pat, or bring fucking, I mean, I know this is a hot button topic right now, Jim Cornette, with all this shit he said about uh, Double or Nothing last week on his podcast, which I haven't listened to in full yet, but I'm going to get to that today. What, did he rip on um, it, or what? Uh, dude, just everything. About, like, transgender wrestlers and gay wrestlers. He's too, he's too old school sometimes. <sighs> he's way too old school sometimes. He's... And you would think, though, with his political mindset, he would be a little more open to that kind of stuff. But I guess he, like, draws the line to that kind of stuff. Which, yeah, I, mean, I mean, he's a Tennessee it, guy. He's, he's going to be prejudiced or Kentucky, it's, whatever. It's, it's just his way. And um, I'm not saying – I want to clarify. I wasn't saying that that's how it is. But we, I grew up in Arkansas in that area. So I know what areas of the country are still kind of stuck in the old world thought process yeah and it, it's everywhere i mean there's there's people that are like that everywhere and especially yeah. older people yeah they're 
they that's the way they were raised and you know at some point you kind of feel sorry for them because they can't get out of the dark ages yeah. but <laughs> there's no reason for it i said it on uh, uh ringside recap last week you know there's room for everybody in wrestling and you know you gotta kind of look past even if you don't like believe in what they're doing and their personal lives and shit you gotta have to look past it like it has nothing to do with the way they wrestle yeah um but i mean as as far as the the talk is jericho episode goes it it was really really fucking eye-opening how how long is it like an hour like usual it's it's about an hour and a half yeah that's fine um but uh I mean, I, I just, and, and it was funny because I was listening to Jericho on Busted Open. He was on there, uh, I think, Monday, maybe last week, maybe Friday. Um, I don't know. It's been a weird week. Um, but, like, he was saying how many people texted him after they listened to it and said how they wish they could come on and talk about the same kind of thing. Like, WWE guys. Yeah. I see two headlines here on E-Wrestling News on trending stories. It says, John Moxley reveals the original ending to SummerSlam 2018, and John Moxley discusses awkward appearance on the Stone Cold podcast. Yeah. Uh, he was also on Wade Keller's podcast, too, which I think is closer to three hours. Um, okay. So I think he goes a little more in detail with that. I'm just I, – I, I can sit through a full episode of Talk is Jericho in one sitting. Yeah, like, yeah. So, like Wade Keller's podcast, nothing against him, but like, three hours is a long would, time. That would take me a couple of settings. I, they, I just can't. I, I typically listen to those long ones at work, especially if I'm nobody's there in the morning with me or something, which is not well, it's usually like during your the summer. Radio. But, exactly. But it's I like have listening to Howard Stern. I mean, you can yeah. do that in a morning, but that's your morning. Yeah, but I can't have anybody there bothering me because then I can't listen. Yeah. So it says. Yeah, it was on the Wade Keller podcast um, that he talked about the Stone Cold thing. I'm trying to figure out what he said. Um, Stone Cold brings up Ambrose's... This is all coming from eWrestlingNews.com. Stone Cold brings up Ambrose's childhood at the top of the show, and it got uncomfortable from there. John Moxley would say he felt played and the producer mentally... Played by the producer and mentally shut down. Throughout the show, things were fine when discussing professional wrestling, but went downhill each time his personal life and past were brought up. In addition, he would go on to say that it had been typical interview. It been a typical interview. He would have just hung up, due to his respect for Stone Cold. He didn't walk away. He was really pissed off when Steve said talent these days were scared to go off script in fear of being fired. Uh, also, when Stone Cold publicly challenged him to push the envelope. Uh, the available AKG 36 speaker sound system in the Cadillac Escalade provides 360 degree sound, so you hear studio sound on the road. The 2021 Cadillac Escalade never stop arriving. Regina King for Cadillac Escalade. When people ask, Regina, do you like to compete? I say, bring it on. Those are the moments that drive you to achieve more. And when you win, you keep reaching higher. To me, that's what the Cadillac Escalade represents. It's always evolving in technology, in design, everything. Because success isn't the end, it's just the first step to what comes next. The 2021 Cadillac Escalade. Never stop arriving. He said he was resting on his laurels. 
Basically, it just made him feel the whole show made him feel uncomfortable. Is what I'm reading here. Yeah, I I wonder if a lot of that comes from how much of Stone Cold's podcast was kind of had a touch of WWE, you know, fingerprints on it. Yeah, because do you think, I, do you think it has? I, I, I think I think with not so much his. I mean, his podcast in general, because obviously there there were instances that I'd listen to it with WWE guys or girls on it. And you could tell that he would ask them a, a question about the company and they were kind of like, okay, I don't know really how to answer this. So they give that, that very scripted, like almost uh kiss interview type esque where they just say the same generic stuff all, all over and over again. Well, you yeah. know, it's a glow, it's a, it's a globally traded company and we just have to, you know, whatever we have to make appearances and, make a wish and you know it's just always that same stuff they talk about in interviews like when they're on news channels and whatnot yeah i just i feel like when it was when stone cold's podcast was on the wwe network i feel like you know because vince was right there behind the oh yeah absolutely he was standing there through the whole thing on all of them yeah um so so so, i don't know i just i i just feel like people and I think that might have had a hand in Ambrose feeling uncomfortable as well. Yeah. So this one says it was on uh, – this one's from Talk is Jericho, the original ending of SummerSlam 2018. But he said that um, the match outcome remained the same. However, the booking of Braun Strowman's failed cash-in was booked different. Roman Reigns would defeat Brock Lesnar for the WWE Universal Championship. Moxley said it changed because, however, how it ever went was Brock's idea. Brock comes in at 6 p.m. and changes everything. Vince is like, we're going with Brock's idea. It made everyone else look stupid, but Brock. SummerSlam, this year, the end of the show is supposed to be when the Shield returns, Moxley revealed. We were worried about it not being as impactful the next night. It still worked just as good. The end of SummerSlam was Roman versus Brock. Braun comes out, looks like a doofus because he can't figure out how to cash in. So it was originally going to be the Shield coming back that night. Um, yeah, I, I that makes me even more irritated when I see that Brock walks in and is like, "Here's my idea," and then Vince is like, "Okay, like it's your company, dude." You know? Yeah. It's like he's intimidated. You, you by pay him. him millions and millions of dollars. Yeah. You don't have to continue to figure to figuratively blow him just because you have to stroke his fucking ego. Yeah, you make the money that you make the money you pay him back. By him doing whatever he does, so like, it's it's almost an intimidation factor. It seems, yeah. Or or he's or it's like the he doesn't want to lose him, so he's like, oh god, I'll do whatever he wants because he thinks right. it's such a hot commodity. And, and in it's reality, really, I guess it, it's supposed to be though. That's the theory. Is like Brock is a huge thing, and he is. He's a supreme athlete. Let's not get lost with that, but like. He's not – he should be using his athleticism in the UFC, but I think he's – he said he – I think he officially retired from it or something. Yeah. Isn't that what he said a while back? And yeah. obviously his body can't take it anymore because of the – I think the diverticulitis kind of screwed him up a while back, a couple of years ago. Yeah. But either way, um, yeah, I don't know. It's a weird – and then a topic I kind of wanted to bring up if you're wanting to move on. I just wanted to bring yeah, up this – uh, Everybody is so I, all over the internet. Of course, it's the internet. 
that AEW is in bed with WWE. Oh my god, this and, yeah, I just don't, and it doesn't make sense. But some people are very. It's like the flat Earth thing. Like people are convinced that that's how it's going. I just don't really. There's some things they did that if they were, well, let, in well bed, let's start from the beginning. It it started with Russo. Okay. It started with I didn't Russo. Know, I didn't Russo know it started t- him. Yeah, Russo tweeted it out. He said, "There's there's no way that WWE and AEW aren't in bed together, bro." What? what? Yeah. But, it, like, he should know of all people, you know? Like, <laughs> Vince isn't in bed with anybody. Except for himself, apparently. Like, that's the only person. Well, and Brock. He's in bed with Brock. <laughs> I don't know, I just... man. It's kind of a weird theory. And I know it wasn't really a huge topic to talk about. It's just, like, there's things that they do that, like, I, I, it's probably because of the whole triple h thing at AEW, at uh, double or nothing or whatever and i guess it started before that really um what was it triple triple h kind of very slightly hinted whole throne thing cody crushing yeah. the throne in that interview he said like it what people might have just took it that way but he said something like uh i just focus on making my product good or whatever yeah, you know? he said, I, I don't even think about it, honestly, which is bullshit. Yeah, well, yeah, exactly. Well, you know, Triple H is the one that's telling Vince, like, hey, dude, this company's, they're going to take off, you know? Yeah. When the time comes, they're going to, I'm at this point, I'm pretty convinced myself that AEW is going to take off as soon as it starts up. I mean, it already has. Yeah. Look at the right. merch sales. Howdy, y'all, and y'all better not forget, you gotta go over to CollarAndElbowBrand.com and use coupon code HEELSANDQUADS in all caps at checkout to save you 10% on your order. But you can also go to Zubas.com and use coupon code HEELSANDQUADS in all caps at checkout, but that saves you 15% on your order. My grandpa said he remembers Zubas, and he said you ought to swing by there and buy some shirts. That's some dang good country. Um, but uh, I kind of lost my train of thought there. But yeah, Triple H is definitely the one that's. I I feel like he has to tell Vince everything because like that in, like that one uh, thing on. Wake well, Dark he's the podcast. only he's the only one around Vince that has his finger on the fucking pulse. Yeah, exactly. Vince he, doesn't look everywhere else. He doesn't care. Yeah. I mean, Triple H is, you know, him and William Regal, you know, went to Evolve and stuff together. And I'm sure, I mean, even if he doesn't watch whole programs of other wrestling, Triple H knows how to use the fucking internet. Yeah. He can go on YouTube or, you know, look at Twitter, whatever, and see clips of these amazing performers doing their thing and tearing the fucking house down. On anywhere, on a nightly basis, there's so much wrestling. Now there's wrestling every night. It's just not on national TV. And with AEW coming around, when that national TV deal hits and they're on TNT every week, you know, it, it's it's going to change everything. Yeah. Because they're going to have legit comp- competition. It's not, Ring of, it's not Ring of Honor taped, you know, a month in advance and 
on syndication through Sinclair Broadcasting or online. Yeah. Granted, I mean, Ring of Honor has an honor club, which is awesome, but it's it, it's not competition. It's an alternative. U.S. I mean, it's not really U.S. competition. I mean, yeah. it's not. Yeah, it's an alternative. Sorry. The U.S. competition thing I was kind of gravitating towards. Like, New Japan. Yeah, you can. It is. It could be competition, but not at three in the morning. Yeah. You know, where we are, right. at least three in the morning in the U.S. and um, Pacific to Eastern time. You know, yeah, the, were, the time zone thing kind of fucks everything up for New Japan. Right. And that's kind of just that's an actual if it was possible to be live at 8 p.m. or whatever here on Axis, you know, it could help. But it, I, I still think that's kind of a whole different fan base. And a lot there's a lot of Japan people that like fans of that, that they really don't watch WWE because it's not especially the Japanese folks, because they they watch new japan their whole life that's their wwe you know that's their states and their uh wrestling company but and anyways I, I just think that it, it's 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 fun because you know it is that that japanese product is so much different and we've talked about it before it's yeah. how you know you don't really have to have all this backstage bullshit and these huge, long, drawn-out storylines, the storylines are in the matches themselves. Yeah. Because they know how to work a match, and it's not 32 riders that have never taken a bump or stepped in a ring or might not even be fans of wrestling as a fucking product. Yeah. Writing these scripts for these characters that they know nothing about. You know, another thing I was thinking about was the future in AEW. You kind of have to look at right now, they have their shining stars and uh, Adam Page and, you know, Cody and the Bucks are, and Kenny are presidents and they're going to wrestle, I'm sure, as long as they can, but Kenny's in his mid-30s. Cody's, what, 32? One of, what is it? I think Matt is 33 or something, and Nick is Yeah, like Matt's 29. 34, Nick's 29, Cody's 33, Kenny, I think, is 35. Yeah, I think he's 35, 36. Or he'll be 36 this year, something like that. Tyson, excuse me. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I think about I, – I, I'm all about thinking about, like, future stuff, and I'm sure you are with kids and everything. Yeah. So I think well, about I mean, like yeah, it's it's future booking. That's that's part. Of, I think that's one of the reasons why we wanted to start doing this is to get our opinions out there on yeah. how to how to book the future. So I I see it as like AEW can blow up, you know, and it that's the part that I don't want to compare it to WCW, but it becomes WCW esque if they, which I think the Bucks, Cody and Kenny, the presidents and and uh, Tony Khan, they know better because they've seen what happened before. Yeah, And it's like a lesson, like they know the lesson, they already learned the lesson, but it's that you got to remember, that's, and, and, and I'm not, I feel bad saying it because I feel like they know, but I just want people to be aware that like AEW has to, within a couple of years, they have to start kind of booking those future stars, signing those guys that are like, okay, this dude's got it. Like MJF, for instance, I mean, he's already one, he's already one of them. He's a future star of the company. He already kind of is. But he's, like, kind of the future because he's younger than them. He's, like, younger than me, like, 22 or something. Yeah, he's super young. Um, so he's a, he's a future star. But, like, 
when the Bucks and Cody and Kenny and they all kind of take a back seat and working EVP position and not wrestling, but maybe a couple of times a year, you got to have your guys that are going to step in. You can't have the NWO keep coming out. You know, you got to have, right. you got to keep adding guys. guys to the NWO. Right. You have to do that. So people, you know, I don't think they'll do it, but it's that one thing that I just think about. I think about that, like, you know, it's going to blow up and be cool and awesome and everything, but 10 years in, what's it going to look like? You know, and it's TNT. Is TNT going to get tired of it because it's the same bullshit over and over again? I don't think it'll be that way, but you never know because I don't think these guys have those kind of egos. In a nutshell, you have to, like, separate church and state. (laughs) Like, you have to exactly. you have to separate the wrestler from the executive. You have to realize, okay, we can't let the inmates run the asylum. We can't let everybody book their own angles or have creative control (laughs) you summed up my whole rambling yeah exactly right exactly you can't you can't you can't let them everybody have creative control like okay hangman's part of the elite yeah but he can't book himself no and i mjf is a fucking mega like hot heel right now but he can't book himself yeah don't don't script him don't don't script him because he, he doesn't need to be scripted he's one of those guys that can i mean we saw it in person like, he just comes up with shit that's just, like, damn, that's, like, fucking nucle- nuclear heat. Like, yeah, MJF is, I mean, <laughs> right he's, the bat. he's easily could be the top heel in the company from day one. And I, and I think he possibly is going to be. I don't know. but And he's great in the ring, too. That's the thing. Yeah. But it's, you sit back and you kind of wonder, okay, these guys got their big chairs and their desks and their offices, yada, yada. Um, and their friends, that's great. But when business comes into play, and, and this is like a serious business with a television deal, right? Uh, does it kind of I mean, start it, it, to turn it, into? It is already business. I mean, they've already started all that stuff. And Cody said in one of those Road to uh, Double or Nothing episodes on YouTube on the Nightmare Family channel, you know, it's nice being an executive. It's nice having an office, but he still wants to wrestle and stuff. So, yeah. I mean, like you were saying, it's it's a business and they have to, it has to be ran like a business. It can't just be, you know. It can't be friends backstage yeah, all the time. You're you're my buddy, so, or the Bucks. Okay, you're the Bucks. You're my brother. So you're going you're gonna to win. You guys are going to win the tag titles. Which, I mean, I'm sure they will several times over, but you have to be and and they're not we've seen it a thousand times the bucks are not selfish people it's like, funny cuz we're saying like put they can't other do this over. we're saying they can't do this but they won't but i'm just kind of trying to be aware of like so everybody listening if it happens i called it we're okay? playing devil's <laughs> advocate yeah it's just and it, and i really i really genuinely think it shouldn't get in the way but you just never know like i said you're sitting in your office and you're like well fucking Matt pissed me off today and blah, blah, blah. And then they're going to get mad at each other. And then it turns to this big heat backstage. And I think they're all pretty good friends like that. And they're all good, wholesome guys, you know? So I think they can separate church and state, like you said, but you just never know. You know what I mean? And I I don't think they even get mad at each other, but I I don't know. I I don't, I have no idea. We're not there to know. We're just, we're outsiders looking in thinking of the future. Yeah. We're so like numb to pro wrestling for <laughs> as yes we f- we feel like we know everything and you know wrestlers hate it a lot of wrestlers hate it some 
probably listen to our product and like these guys get it <laughs> some of them are probably thinking these guys are fucking idiots yeah. but it, you know that's why we do it it's it's just a a way to voice our opinions voice our our likes and dislikes of what's going on and it helps clear my fucking head because yeah, as soon as we get it. done recording on a tuesday like literally as soon as we, we hit stop like i feel like the whole week is just like out of my yeah. head and i can move <laughs> yeah, on exactly but then as soon as i hit stop you know and put it out i'm watching videos and then i'm like shit this just happened and totally missed it and now you know start on the next week yeah so that's a, that's another thing that ties into the whole YouTuber thing, you know? Like, they they might put out videos every day compared to our to one episode on week. next week. But, yeah. you know, you got to also put in, and I'm not putting them down by any means, but their videos are 10 to 15 minutes. Yeah, but there's a lot of editing and stuff that goes into those 10 to 15 yeah. minutes. Right, but I'm I'm just saying, like I know what you're saying. T- yeah, we put out whatever whatever happens happens. We just put it out. Yeah, it's live, pal. And now let me introduce you to the world's best pro wrestling channel. That is PowerSlam TV. PowerSlam lets you stream the entire world of pro wrestling all in a single channel for one low price, bringing over four thousand hours of content from over hundred and ten of your favorite wrestling brands from countries all around the globe, right onto your laptop and mobile devices. You can find all of your favorite kinds of wrestling. British Strong Style, Women's Wrestling, Lucha Libre, Technical, Comedic, High Flying, Hardcore, and many others. In addition to the most recent events, PowerSlam also gives you shoot interviews, backstage footage, roundtables, and lifestyle videos of legendary names in the pro wrestling industry. That's PowerSlam.tv. And make sure to use coupon code Heels and Quads in all caps at checkout to give you one month free to view over 4,000 hours of content on powerslam.tv using coupon code Heels and Quads in all caps at checkout. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, um, but speaking of New Japan, kind of bouncing around here because we're chaotic because that's what we like. Because we're not scripted. Yeah. <laughs> um, just a reminder to everybody that if you're listening to this in real time, tonight slash this morning, uh, John Boxley is challenging for Juice Robinson's IWGP US Championship, which I'm looking forward to that match because, like I said earlier, I'm not necessarily the biggest Moxley fan. However, I am a huge Juice Robinson fan. But I, you know, I, I I'm kind of intrigued to see where this, if this is going to turn into a ongoing feud, or if Moxley comes in, I I feel like he has to win it right off the bat. That's kind of what I was thinking. Is like he just came, he's fresh on the indie market for a couple months until the official AEW TV. So it's like he kind of has to, he kind of has to come in hot, and he just came out of the, like I said, the top of WWE, pretty much. So. I feel like he and has to win it, but he, he's involved in the in the main event at Double or Nothing. Well, after, but still, he's that yeah. main focus at the end. You think? Uh, kind of jumping ahead for a second, we'll come back to it. But you, I mean, I'm I'm pretty sure it'll happen. But Moxley and Kenny at All Out. Yeah, I would assume I so. that's co-main. Yeah, and then yeah, we're getting so. uh, 
Moxley's first AEW match is going to be against Joey Janela at Fighter Fest. That'll be fun. Uh, at the end of the month. So, yeah, I think that'll be a fun match to watch. But as far as the New Japan thing goes, I feel like he he has to beat Juice, which I, I hate it because I, I like Juice and I don't like to see him lose matches. But I I feel like Juice is going to drop the belt so he can focus more on Ring of Honor. Because he's a big fixture there right now with lifeblood and all this stuff going on. And he's kind of been absent because he's been over in Japan working for the last month or so. So I feel yeah. like that's kind of a way to get him out of there for a while. Kind of re refresh him. And then he'll be working those U.S. shows in Texas and, and whatever in the next month or so. Yeah. Yeah, I'm a juice, I'm a juice guy too. He, he oh, can always get the title. They'll probably have to drop that title before AEW. I would assume their contracts would be the big guys would be mostly exclusive to AEW. And Moxley being one of the top guys, I, I would assume he would have to, if he gets the belt, he has to drop it before TV starts. But, I don't know how it technically works. The The main reason I wanted to bring that, that whole matchup and this, you know, being New Japan and AEW and, you know, if it's a sour relationship, I don't know how much so because, you know, Jericho's going over there, uh, what, next week? Yeah, I guess it would be. Um, this this weekend. Yeah, this weekend. Um, but does AEW, like, does Tony and Cody in the box and Kenny, like, are they kind of, you know, chatting back and forth with New Japan, trying to figure out what they're going to do with Moxley and not to, you know, make him look strong? Or are they, do you think they're doing that? Or do you think it's just the kind of whatever? It's in Japan, it's not over here. It's not affecting our product right now. I I think anything out of the Fed, I have no idea how it works. Honestly, right. I really have no idea. I know, you know, we talk, we know what happens in the Fed. I don't know how that works between even Ring of Honor and Japan. I mean, right? Because it's like, I don't know. I really don't know. I, I feel like they have to be talking and be like, I, I, "You're probably right." Hey, these are our plans with Moxley. You know, we plan to put the belt on him in January. So we want to try to keep him strong and blah, blah, blah. And then, you know, so let's try to make him look good at uh, best of the super juniors or whatever. Or maybe they're just like, do what you want. It's a different company. You know, I, I, I don't that's know. What, I that's no kind of where I'm thinking with it, because when you look at Ring of Honor and New Japan, like guys can lose and it doesn't necessarily devalue them. No, because Next it's time they're going to go thing. over. It's a big respect exactly. thing there, too. Yeah. Exactly. So if Moxley and Juice kill it and Juice retains the belt, which is fine with me, um, it doesn't hurt Moxley. Or maybe it's a it's a messy finish. I, I don't know. You can do a number of things with it, but... Do you think that's just... Do you think that's just a Vince slash Fed thing? I feel like... I feel oh, like we got to make them look is. strong. Because, yeah. like I was saying, Ring of Honor, a guy can lose a match and then... The next week, it doesn't he, hurt him. He pins he's the champion. champion in a tag match, and he's got a—he's the number one contender. Exactly, that's how it should I, work. Yeah, it doesn't. I mean, you—it goes back to the old phrase: "You win some, you lose some." I mean, it's right. But Moxley's the old adage. Yeah, Moxley's first big match outside of the Fed. It's kind of hard to see him lose. Yeah, so there's you, there's a couple kinda different want perspectives. Him, you kind of want him to win, or maybe he snaps and. D- gets DQ'd, yeah, but that he, rarely happens in Japan. 
Like they yeah. they bend the rules a lot, and especially in title matches. It's also it's uh it's one of those ways though, of, you know, it's like AEW's guy. They're like, hey, you know, you guys took care of me, so here take our take take one of our biggest names right now and use him until uh until he's on TV with us. You know, do they're they're gonna help. AEW, I say I don't want to say in bed, but AEW is they're going to keep that good relationship with Japan and Ring of Honor because they treated them so well over all these yeah. years that they could have been in the Fed, and they chose not to. So, because they were enjoying themselves, and they, you know, I, a lot of it, I think, you know, like the Bucks have said, you know, they could have taken those big money deals and went to WWE, but they didn't want to because they were having fun with their f- friends. Yeah. But also, I think they saw a lot of their friends go over there and look at how fucking miserable they are. Yeah. Except for Adam Cole. As long well, as he yeah. stays in NXT. Bay Undisputed Bay. Era. Undisputed Era is the best thing in WWE. In my opinion. I agree. I, agree. I love it. Because I'm cause um, we're faction boys. Right. It <laughs> has to be. Um, let's talk about TakeOver for a minute. Okay. Do you have the card pulled up? Or the results pulled up? I don't, but just give me one second and I will. Uh, where's that? Review and match ratings on eWrestlingNews.com. Come on. I love on. how you're using my site now. I just use it because you use it. I don't want to. I just stay off wrestling. <laughs> it just it it flows better together. Yeah, it does. So first, same. First was Matt Riddle defeating Roderick Strong. This was a like I watched it yesterday. This was one of. I want to say three matches that I was glued to. It was a solid, like, hot opener. Uh, Riddle is a fucking star. Yeah. Nothing against Roddy, but, I mean, Matt Riddle is just... Well, he's got that name, too, you know? He's just... I mean, he's that next-level talent that... coming Coming from UFC and MMA and stuff, and, you know, obviously, he whatever he did, you know, the pot <laughs> with the pot. Speaking of pot. The pot. <laughs> Speaking you, of pot, go you... to gogreenhemp.com <laughs> use coupon code heels and quads and all caps at checkout save 15% on your order. It's not pot, but it's hemp. Yeah. It's totally legal. Oh my god. The lethal injection. It's like it's like a legal injection. Um, it's a legal injection, yeah. But I, I just up. I feel like he's it's only a matter of time before Matt Riddle's on that main roster. I don't want I don't any every guy in NXT right now, I don't want to go to the main you roster. You want him to stay and you know they want to stay. <laughs> yeah, cuz they like Oh, whatever. I'm tired of talking about that. Are you a man that prefers the can and likes the occasional wine? Well, look no further, as we have a solution for you. Man Can Wine. That's right, wine in a can. Our friends over at mancanwine.com have the ultimate drink for any man or woman looking for their favorite adult beverage in a can. They come in a variety of flavors. Red, white, fizz, and rosé. Each can contains the equivalent to a half a bottle of wine and 12.5% alcohol. Each can also has a special inner lining to prevent that aluminum taste that we all know. So head over to mancanwine.com and get your koozies ready or purchase them 
at mancanwine.com from Mancan, your very own Mancan koozie. Make sure to use coupon code HEELS AND QUADS in all caps at checkout to save 25% on your order. That's mancanwine.com using coupon code HEELS AND QUADS in all caps at checkout to save 25% on your order. So, yeah, Matt Riddle defeated Roger Strong. Uh, the Street Profits defeated Undisputed Era, Forgotten Sons, and Danny Burch and Oni Lorcan for the NXT Tag Team Championship in a ladder match. I'm assuming this was fantastic. Yeah, it was awesome. Uh, classic NXT, <laughs> if we can say classic at this point. I guess we can. It's been several years. 25. Yeah. yeah. It's crazy that this is already the 25th NXT special event. I don't want to say pay-per-view because that, that was another thing real quick just to, and we'll circle back around because we're all over the place, which is fine. I, I feel like it's still a good discussion. Yeah. We're just messed um, out of our minds right now. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> Not really. Uh, <laughs> but that's, this is another difference in WWE and AEW and you know, we can beat the horse because it's already dead. It's AEW is putting out legit pay-per-views. WWE has their own subscription service. How how terrible would WWE's pay-per-view buys be if they were on legit pay-per-view? Oh, it would not. It'd be like this is this is a discussion that I have not seen fucking anywhere. So the only the it. only reason that people watch their shows is because they only pay ten dollars a month for it, and it's they don't pay ten dollars a month for that. They pay it for the classic content. Let's be real. 80% of us are probably doing that. Well, I should say 50 because you got the other 50. That's the kids that enjoy right. it because they don't know any better. But well, my us, kids don't even like it anymore. And that's what's crazy because your kids are kids, you know? So mm-hmm. they, they. From regular expenses to occasional splurges, there's a lot to buy. Why not get cash back every time you spend? With the PenFed Power Cash Rewards Card, you get cash back on every purchase. That's everywhere, every time you use it. You can even earn a $100 statement credit when you spend $1,500 in the first 90 days. Visit PenFed.org slash PowerCash to apply. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. Regina King for Cadillac Escalade. When people ask, Regina, do you like to compete? I say, bring it on. Those are the moments that drive you to achieve more. And when you win, you keep reaching higher. To me, that's what the Cadillac Escalade represents. It's always evolving in technology, in design, everything. Because success isn't the end. It's just the first step to what comes next. The 2021 Cadillac Escalade. Never stop arriving. Should like it. But But they get it. They get it, though. They're like, "This this is awful. I don't... Like they literally told the cartoons me they are probably they better. Don't, they don't they don't like watching it because or they don't like playing with their wrestling action figures because the, these guys don't matter anymore. Wow, that's terrible. As somebody who grew up playing with wrestling action figures and and the video games and stuff, like even on on two K nineteen, they play with the the downloaded guys, the AEW the guys. AEW guys. <laughs> yeah, and they exactly. have you know they have Cody figures, they have Gold Dust figures, they have Bucks figures, they have. You know, whoever, but that's more their main focus than even like Roman Reigns now or Cena or whoever, because they're like, they don't, they don't do anything. But as far as the pay-per-view thing goes, like, I don't 
remember the last. I mean, obviously Mania, I'd buy every year. Yeah, maybe the Rumble, probably because I I just like the match because it's you know it feels just so much different compared to everything else. But but after the disappointing I, Rumbles, you wouldn't buy it, right? So they'd be getting maybe well, Mania is going to be sixty five dollars in HD probably. Yeah, but you can save so, all year for that. Yeah, you can save sixty five piss away dollars. You know, they're getting they're getting sixty five dollars out of me a year as opposed to my 120 a year for the network. Yeah. I pay so $65 for a sushi of, dinner, you know? So. Right. <laughs> right. But you don't have kids. <laughs> yeah. You pay 65 for six buffet dinners with sushi on it. I get it. Right. I totally get it, dude. I get, I get the shit. <laughs> I get the leftover shit. That's been it's not terrible though. It's, 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 it's silly rolls. Bad. Yeah. <laughs> it's, um, not <laughs> it's not bad. It's not bad. I'd rather just make it at home, but it's whatever. Like our little um, trip to East it's Buffet. Hard to get that, it's hard to get that sticky rice just right at home, though. Um, uh, yeah, you have to have a rice cooker. Yeah. Um, but it, it, that just, it's, it's fucking mind-boggling to me to know that I spend $120 a year on WWE, and I get at least 12 pay-per-views. 13. At least. Yeah, yeah. 13 with now with the Saudi shows. You know, you're looking at more like 15. Yeah, but and well, then plus and then after after yeah, well yeah, there, there's that too. But again, I'm. It's like it almost feels like WWE's big shows are after Double or Nothing. If it continues to be this hot and this amazing and just fun and good wrestling, it's almost like WWE is like the great value brand. Yeah, like it, it's it's not good, but you know you're gonna get what you paid for, I guess. Yeah, you exactly. You paid you paid ten dollars to watch a sixty dollar pay per view. I mean, and back to AEW's pay per view buys two hundred thousand. That's a pretty that's a pretty good amount of people for the modern day. You know, pay per view is UFC and boxing. That's what people watch. Because there's no wrestling on pay-per-view anymore. Well, because, yeah, but it doesn't, you know, like you're saying, it's on. But if no, that was I'm, WWE. I'm, agree- I'm agreeing. I'm, that yeah, yeah. Like I was, like, trying to, like, stir up. No, I know what, no, I know I what you're agreeing. saying. Yeah. WWE, if they put a pay-per-view out, they might get 50,000. Maybe. Maybe. I, Maybe. I don't. I, I, don't, I don't even I, think I, they'd get that many, to be honest. I could comfortably I, say 30. I'd honestly like, like to know how many, how, what the what the number of people that watch a pay-per-view live is these days. Just any? Any WWE pay-per-view. Oh, okay, yeah. Like, how I many people actually watch Money in the Bank it's, live? Yeah. Oh, man, it's just not. Eh. And it's... I don't know. Anyways, uh, let me finish this card real quick on TakeOver. Okay. Because we stopped Sorry. in the middle of it. Yeah, uh, we had that ladder match. We had Velveteen Dream defeated Tyler Breeze for the North American Championship to retain it. Shayna Baszler yeah, this, defeated this, that, that match was really good, by the way. I think I, I feel like Tyler Breeze is getting a resurgence now that he's and it was announced, I think, yesterday that he's back full time with NXT. That's good. That's where he belongs because he'll actually get. And that's probably where he fucking wanted to be. And send Fandango down there too. You yeah. Know? Like he's he's a good talent, man. Yeah, he's fun uh, to watch. 
Shayna Baszler once again retained her championship against Io Shari. Shirai? Io, Io Shirai. Io Shirai. Io Shirai. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Good so match. Shayna Baszler wins again. And then, of course, Adam Cole defeated Johnny Gargano for the NXT Championship. Finally, Adam Cole's champion. I'm assuming Meltzer probably gave this five stars, I would think. I'm, I'm sure he did. It was a fantastic match. and He's, He said it was one of the best WWE matches he's ever seen, which he said about the last couple Johnny Gargano ones. Which, from what I saw, I, I can't I think it was on Twitter, and it was from Dave Meltzer, though, but it was like another page writing an article on it. I guess it has been since 2011 since Meltzer gave a WWE match five stars. Yeah, Cena and Punk. That's crazy. Until the Gargano and Ciampa matches. Did right. Did you already say that? Okay. No, I didn't say that, but... It was pretty much all the Gargano and I guess it's, matches. I guess it's main roster is what that meant. Yeah, main roster hasn't been since 2011. That's eight years. And eight it's years. Been about, and it's been about that long since it was probably watchable. But even in 2011, it was so cringy. It just so yeah. childlike. Yeah, that's whenever like 2010 is when I was I was watching it or 2012 I started watching again. 2010 I was like, eh, and then 2011 I didn't watch because I was like, this is like fucking kids show, man. Yep. And yeah, I didn't, tw- you know, 2012 was when it was about the time I got back into it. Yeah, and then we met at the start yeah. of 2013, and right. I was like, oh, cool, let's watch this rumble, and then, you know. So, anyways, and then that happened, and then that happened, and then. We watched WrestleMania 30, and then... Or no, we watched... What was that? Twenty. We didn't watch WrestleMania 29, because the network wasn't out yet. Yeah, 30 was the first one. Yeah. Anyways, yeah. I think we had a pretty interesting show today. Lots of theory. Lots of theory, actually. We should have had a chalkboard. Oh, my write, God. Write theory on it. It's, it's, it's becoming a headache at this point with... WWE, I, I, w- I want them to turn it around. I mean, they, they, but they have to, though. Oh, I mean, I guess I could see you asking me, do they have to? Because they already have a fan base like that, you know? Right. But, yeah, they do they, have they, to. They're they have always going to have a hardcore fan base. It, it, they're not going anywhere. So anything we said or anybody says, like, take it with a grain of salt because they're not going anywhere. Yeah, they're never. Like, uh, yeah, Jericho said it last week somewhere. They have they have enough money to go on for decades and decades and decades and decades, even if they're losing money every yeah, year. Exactly. They're literally never going away. Look at the fucking circus. Like I compare WWE to the circus all the time. You think fucking Barnum and Bailey sells out fucking arenas anymore? Yeah. No. Do exactly. you think when the circus comes to town to your town, do you feel like you have to go? Do you even go? I don't go. No, but they're still going. The fair is still going. I don't remember the last time I did that. Yeah. It's It's been years. That's a kid's thing now, I think. Right. But, I mean, like, even my kids, like, we don't take them. We don't feel like we have to. Like, it's because you're not getting a vow. You're not getting anything out of it. Yeah. You're, You're spending money on something that you're not even enjoying, a la WWE. We haven't been to a show in multiple years because the product's not enjoyable. 
I saw the email yeah. that came out. Like, what would you classify WWE as? And one of the answers you could give was not relevant. Did you put that? Yeah, because it's not. I, I, I need to. I need to check that email. Yeah, uh, I mean that's what I would vote one hundred percent. It's like it's relevant in the sense that everybody's always like, oh, like WWE. But nobody watches it that used to watch it. That's right. what's crazy is when I tell people on the wrestling fan, they go, oh, man, I used to watch when Stone Cold and stuff. And I was like, yeah, yeah, every that time. That's cool. That's how it is. That was good. Or, or, and I get the occasional like, oh, yeah, like Randy Orton and Triple H and Evolution. I'm like, yeah, that was badass. Yeah, that was but then fun. It's like nobody goes, oh, dude, like King Booker, that was the shit. <laughs> Which King Booker? <laughs> I liked it. Actually, now that I, actually, now that I say that, somebody, somebody has said that to me before. They go, King Booker. And I'm like, holy shit, you remember that? And then somebody mentioned Eminem to me, too. Uh, Malina wow. And, yeah, I was like, it was a chick. It was a chick, too. She goes, oh, like Eminem. And I was like, how do you know that? Yeah. Like, I've never been asked that question. Oh, no, that's always, weird. It's always, yeah. So I was like, uh, yeah, kind of like them. But nobody, nobody now... You'd be like, I'm a wrestler fan. They go, oh, some people say like John Cena because they, you know, he's in movies and yeah. shit now. But nobody goes, oh, are you talking like AJ Styles? And that you, sucks because nobody watches. You mean like Braun Strowman? Yeah, that's, you're never going to hear that. You're, you mean you know. like the Viking experience? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. You mean, dude, I love the Viking experience. I'd be like, no, you don't. No, you don't. You love War no, Machine. Don't. There's you love, well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, who's War Machine? I'm like, never mind. You do love the Viking yeah. experience. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, okay. I like War Raiders. I'm like, wait a second, what? <laughs> no, no, you don't. Yeah. No. Oh my god. Wrestling. It's hard uh, being a fan. It's it's it stressful being a fan. That's what it, it is. is. I would because... imagine it's very stressful being the wife of a fan too. <sighs> That's got to be so rough. I feel bad for Amanda and Mariah all the time. Yeah, because I bitch. And and I feel so hesitant to say things now because I'm like, she doesn't care. She doesn't want to hear it. But I still be like, fucking Brock Lesnar. Dude, <laughs> even like when, when, I te- when we were texting back and forth actually quite a bit yesterday, which was super weird. Yeah, it was But like strange. I even felt, I felt guilty because I'm like, if Mariah's home with him, like I feel like I'm being a nuisance to her. Nah, not even so much. much anyways i don't care not not even so much like i know levi doesn't want to talk to me because we're not doing the show it's more i feel bad for mariah that i'm texting him right now because we're bitching about wrestling well and we weren't even doing that we were just talking about gogreenhemp.com oh yeah exactly and the new advertisement which you should have heard or you will hear on the new on the show, yeah, thing. it'll be the it'll be the first ad ski to drop on the this episode. Are you looking to get fucked up on weed? <laughs> well, you're in the wrong place because this is him, brother. <laughs> That's what works for us, brother. <laughs> We're working out the next ad for it already. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm working. I was. Uh, Are you looking for that legal release? Oh my. <laughs> Are you looking for that money shot? Oh my gosh, use a code at fifteen percent off. Anyways, it's starting to get weird. We better wrap it up. This is the <laughs> it's getting to that weird point now. That tail end where we just start rambling and doing yeah, weird voices shit. and shit. Even and though a lot of people ads. like a lot of people like the weird voices. They do. The weird voices are good, but 
You know where to find us. That's at Heels and Quads on Twitter, at Heels and Quads Wrestling Podcast on Instagram. And, of course, I, Levi D. Zindel on Twitter, and Levi Zinfandel on Instagram. Oh, my gosh, that legal release. <laughs> Follow the show at Heels and Quads on Twitter, Heels and Quads Wrestling Podcast on Instagram. <sighs> Follow me at Mr. Tommy Walter on Twitter, Tommy Walter Live on Instagram. And, of course, if you're listening to this in real time, as soon as, oh, yeah, that's just... That's squeeze. <laughs> the legal release. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. If you're listening to this in real time, as soon as I put this episode out, be sure to check out Ringside Recap with Anne Marie later on this evening. And of course <laughs> Oh yeah. Oh boy. Make sure, make sure to uh, check out my baseball podcast. Oh it's God. also on this network tomorrow what does that night. Smell. It smells like legal. cauliflower. It smells <laughs> like legal cauliflower. <laughs> Color- oh my cla- ca- cauliflower, the legal white bud. It smells like legal cauliflower. Oh my <laughs> gosh. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll talk to you guys next week. Be sure to tell your friends and tell your legal enemies. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Talk to you next week. Bye. Bye. Bitch, your dreams across the sky. Never let your vision light. Shine your light so bright. Let you shine in the night. great time to get a great deal on a new car when you get approved for an auto loan from PenFed. Our powered by true car rates are as low as 1.39% APR on new vehicles. Finance for a longer term to lower your monthly bill. Plus, take up to 60 days to schedule your first payment. Join PenFed and together we'll keep you moving forward. Anyone can apply. Visit PenFed.org auto or call 1-800-247-5626. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. Get a credit card that gives you what you need now. A low interest rate on everyday purchases and a place to transfer high interest rate balances. The PenFed Gold Contactless Card is our lowest interest rate credit card. You can even earn a $100 statement credit when you spend $1,500 in the first 90 days. Join PenFed and together we can help you keep more of what's yours. Visit PenFed.org slash gold card. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA.